0: After Paul's opening words of thanks and encouragement, he exhorts the Corinthians to unity. This unity was a major problem. I am of Paul or Apollos or Cephas. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone! In the first nine verses of 1 Corinthians, the Apostle greets the saints and he declares who they are and what they have as those united to the Savior by faith. He also clearly tells these believers where they're headed, blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now this is guaranteed not because of them, but because of Yahweh who is faithful. And as we work through chapter 1 of 1 Corinthians, Paul now calls the church at Corinth to live according to these truths. Hear now God's word in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 through 17. Now I exhort you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be made complete in the same mind and in the same judgment. For I have been informed concerning you, my brethren, by Chloe's people, that there are quarrels among you. Now I mean this, that each one of you is saying, I am of Paul, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. Has Christ been divided? Paul was not crucified for you, was he? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one would say you were baptized in my name. Now I did baptize also the household of Stephanas. Beyond that, I do not know whether I baptized any other. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not in cleverness of speech, so that the cross of Christ Would not be made void. Here, Paul exhorts the church to love and unity. And he had to do so because there were divisions and quarrels in the church at Corinth. And many of them were the result of pride, in particular over ministers, putting men on a pedestal, declaring, I am of this man or I am of that man. And these believers were admonished and told that undue loyalty to any man, even to an apostle, was divisive and would ultimately destroy the church. Loyalty belongs to Christ alone. Christ cannot be divided, and neither can his body. Now we too must heed this admonition given by Paul. There are divisions and quarrels among us, many because of pride over particular ministers or ministries. And our pedestals might be too numerous to count. We must not ever let loyalty to men or to ministries usurp our loyalty to King Jesus. Paul asked the Corinthians, has Christ been divided? Now it's a rhetorical question, but one that they and we need to take seriously. The problem is so often I, as in individualistic and independent. And these things lead to disunity and schisms. Now, of course, we're not called to a unity apart from truth, but the truth of God's Word, the truth that we are one in Christ Jesus, leads to true unity. Christ cannot be divided. But what are we to make of Paul writing that he thanked God that he baptized but a few, and that he wasn't sent to baptize? In the context, he is expressing the fact that he is grateful that he did nothing to gather disciples To himself. He didn't want anyone to have an ounce of credibility in saying I am of Paul. How are we guilty of this sin found in the Corinthian church? Have you been wrongly enamored with the wit, the wisdom, the rhetorical skills of a man? And you have done so at the expense of recognizing it is Christ alone who was crucified for you? The answer to this problem, like every other problem, is crystal clear.